0: Hello Aries friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Aries September 2021 Astrology Must Knows. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com and see the long list of free goodies that I have for you each month to help you make the most of the astrological potentials and claim your best life. If you would like to be an astrologer as your trade, I can teach you how to earn money with astrology. I've been a homeschooling mom for well over 10 years and self-employed for way longer than that. And I know how to make this actually a business that is sustainable and I can teach you. Or if you just like to learn for your own self-development and helping your family and friends, you will love my crazy comprehensive course. If you think I go into a lot of details in my free resources, you should see what goes on in that course, which you can see at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. Okay, so two things for Aries to know to make the most of this video is that this is for you if Aries is your sun sign, but it's also for you if Aries is your moon or your rising, I have Aries rising, so this is for me. Also, if you've got Mercury or Venus or Mars, this is going to be a layer of your astrological truth. Also, if you're a late degree Aries placement, so we'll say like a late, late degree, like April 15th through the rest of the sign, or if you've got... um, 24 or 25 degrees through the rest of the sign, then I also suggest that you watch my Taurus reports or listen to my Taurus podcasts because your late, late degree placements have a more complex read and you really need the Aries and Taurus reports to give you a full picture of what's going on for you. Okay, so we've got a lot of major must-knows this month. Let's talk about them in order. The first thing to know is that the tides are going to start coming in. The tides from around July 7th through around September 7th have been going out. Even though we've got a little bit left in that window at the beginning of September, you're definitely going to be feeling the tone of the change even from the beginning of the month. Understanding astrological tides is crucial to aligning with the natural rhythms of the universe, and this alignment with the natural rhythms of the universe is my focus in my work, and I wrote a book called Planetology that centered around that, and this is what I focus on in my videos, podcasts, everything. So when the planets, the personal planets, Mercury, Venus, and Mars are direct as they are... Between around July 7th and September 7th, it's like the tides are going out. This is when you want your message in a bottle to go out to sea. This is when your boat from a deserted island is going to be supported. When you're trying to get something out in the world, a launch, a move, clarity, forward movement, strategy, anything for the future out there that's your time that you were very well supported. When the tides start coming in, what happens to your message in a bottle that you threw out there? It comes back to shore. So it's the same thing with something you're trying to launch or get out. When the tides are coming in, you're working against the tides and it's not going to go as far as it would if you did it in the stars that were more direct. So it's important to know that for the month of September and almost all of October, it will change a little bit towards the end of October, but. We are in the time when the tides are coming in and it's time to stop your planning, your confusion's going to come to things you've already planned. You know, you're not going to have the certainty, things that you did before that seemed set might be called into question. Things that you launched before, you might be editing them or reconfiguring them. And trying to make, you know, have contracts or make agreements, it's going to get a little fuzzy because you don't have all the information. So, and you don't have that clarity, that certainty so it's better for doing things closer to you okay or things that come up randomly that feel right okay so we talk a lot about the challenges that come with mercury retrograde and you can search for my video on the topic Annie Botticelli mercury retrograde also I'll mention a couple of other things as we go on here but I want to focus on some things that are very well supported by the retrograde because that's something that people don't generally talk a lot about and there are a lot of them Having a free flow with no agenda is a major must know for this time. Not the easiest thing for Aries to do, but we can when we learn it. Believe me, this was a hard lesson for me to learn. This is why I know these retrogrades so well, because everything you weren't supposed to do in a retrograde, I've done those things. All of the things, and I've learned and seen what's happened when I've done those things in the retrograde and what's happened when I've done those things in the direct time. So it's not easy for Aries to work this. But when you really actually get it, it can be very fun and can be a relief from yourself and a relief from like, go, 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 and a relief from strategizing and planning and trying to, you know, know everything before time. This is a time when you pencil things in instead of pen them in. You don't commit to anything. So you have the pressure off and know that things that other people commit to, they may not be able to follow through with. So your expectations are lower because, and then that can cause you from, or stop you from having conflicts because you kind of knew like... You have to write it in pencil. And the same thing with trying to plan for the future. It's just not the time for that, okay? But if you don't schedule a lot or you leave things in pencil, you can make room for one of my favorite must knows of this time, which is last minute magic. Retrogrades can bring in so much last minute magic. Things that you've been trying to work on forever, things on your vision board that you're like, when is this going to happen? Sometimes it actually comes in, in a retrograde. So this is a time to be the spider where you've woven your web and now you see what food comes to you. Not the time to say, I'm going to put a web in this area now. I'm going to move a web in this area. It's the time to sit tight, let the things you've already done be working for you I also uh, like, it. now we've talked about this, letting your message in a bottle or your, your boat off, you know, in the water. This is a time to see what floats in. You know, you might have some cool another message in a bottle floating in for you. Something that involves just things coming to you. Let the things come to you and you can make friends with retrograde, deal with the things that happen right in front of you and leave room for those things and you will change your experience of retrogrades. It can be quite amazing. This is an amazing time for fun surprises and options to come in and you can say yes to those things if it feels right to you. Those are the kind of things that were unplanned that are very well supported at this time and reaping the rewards of past efforts as we talked about with things coming to you. But in general, it's just kind of business as usual. It's really great for inner work, any of your self-development work or spiritual work. It's great for researching projects and launches for the future. It's great for evaluating data and looking at you know information and kind of evaluating things that have gone on with things you've done before. It's also amazing for studying. If you want to study, if there's a class you've been wanting to take, or if you've been wanting to do studying like a course you've already gotten, this is a great time. There are three things on my checklist, okay? In my book, Planetology, I also go into details about all the checklists for the retrogrades, but I'm going to give you some snippets from Mercury Retrograde here. If something is low stakes or short-term or flexible, it's a go for Mercury Retrograde. So let's say you want to move and... You are thinking about a long-term lease, and that is long-term, not short-term, and that's not something that always drives well with the retrograde, but it's super affordable, and you spoke to the landlord or whatever, and they say, oh, well, if you gotta go month to month, you can. Then there's some flexibility there. Then you can do it with confidence. It's the things that are high stakes, like you can't change them easily. Um, they're not flexible or their, and their long-term, the things that have those three aspects to them, those are the things you want to seriously consider waiting until, you know, towards the end of October into November. You'll have a little window there before we start dealing with the Venus retrograde, which is a whole other thing. But, you know, those are the things you want to really, really reconsider doing in this time. Let's say something is long-term, but it has flexibility. Like there's a school program that, you know, a school is going to be coming up in a lot of ways at this time, education. Then you want to do it, but it's a year, and that's kind of longer term. But if it's flexible, then it doesn't matter, you know, because it, it satisfies, okay, well, if you can't get to it or circumstances change, you can just always get back to it. And if you wind up owning that content for life, then you don't even have to worry about it. So those are the kind of things that you wanna use as your checklist for making your decisions at this time. Okay, in general, just being right here and right now and dealing with the things right in front of you, scheduling light to leave room for last minute magic, those are your major must-knows. Something else that's really notable about this month as a must-know is that August and September are two of the months of the year that we don't have active eclipse season. Active eclipse season, think back to May, June, and just early July we were active eclipse seasons. Major life-changing events, feeling like your finger's stuck in a socket, anxiety, uncertainty. All of those things happen in eclipse seasons, and we're going to step back into that in October, November, and December. But now we've got a little break between the eclipse seasons. We're going to have a major wrap up of everything that's been in process since spring of 2020 or um, fall for you all down other, under in 2020. The Sagittarius Gemini eclipse cycle that started then, which you might notice also jives within when everything started shutting down from COVID. So we are ending a cycle at the end of 2021 into very early 2022. Hopefully some of the nuisances and big problems we've been dealing with will also get wrapped up in that, uh, that cycle time. But either way, and then we're starting Taurus and Scorpio eclipse cycle, which is a totally different set of themes. But either way, here we are in September where you're out of that big stress, those big changes that come from you know, that cycle. So you've got a little breathing room here. Okay, so I've had a lot of requests for bringing the visuals back. I can't commit that I'm going to do it every month, but I did see a little pocket when I'm recording this to set the visuals back. So we're going to look at some things. Now, the chart that we're looking at is the early degree chart, but don't let that throw you off because everything we're going to talk about is going to be true for all Aries placements unless I tell you otherwise, and in which case I'll show you the difference in the chart. Okay, so everything I'm saying is for all of you unless I otherwise say. So one of the first things to know is we still have strong Virgo energy. And remember, Aries has a natural chart, which means that the signs match up with the houses. These houses are fields of experience that we have as humans. And everybody, every human has these experiences. For an an Aries chart, it's natural, which means that the Virgo planets link up with the Virgo house. So that makes everything more extreme and to the nth degree for us. Okay, so we've got Virgo house and Virgo sign accentuated, which means that things we've been avoiding um, that need concentration and organization, we can get those things done. We have more powers of perseverance. We're getting a system together. We're reorganizing everything. We're dealing with you know, health things and stress management. Now, if you've got to do medical diagnostics, I do like the first week better than the retrogrades because sometimes diagnostics and retrogrades are a more increased chance for false positives. Now, please hear me. If you have an emergency or something that's pressing or you have a bad feeling about, don't wait to get your diagnostics. Just get them. Get them if you've got something serious. But if it's like, you know, normal things, you don't have any symptoms or issues, that first week in September might be better for the diagnostics. And know that any results you get for the month of September or October, for that matter, that seem like they're saying something one way could actually not be true or could be easily or quickly reversed. Okay, when you, um, as we move along here, but health, diet, um, pets, anything like that is being called into the forefront with this Virgo energy. And it also makes a challenging angle for Aries. So that means we're gonna feel the pressures and and this doesn't have to be a bad thing. This more is like every time of the year this happens, where we've gotta get out of our things that we might wanna do at that moment and just kinda of get down to business, and it can take us out of our flow a little bit to get these things done, and that's how we experience it, it's kind of a nuisance, but we feel so much better for having had them done. The next thing to note is that we've got a lot of Libra action, and this Libra action is going to be in the seventh house Also, and even those of you in the middle and late degree placements where it's dialed back a little bit, your seventh house and Libra, which rules the seventh house, is going to be accentuated regardless of your placement, okay? So that means that partnerships are front and center. Since Mercury is going retrograde in the Libra sign, and for most of you also influencing at least part of that is seventh house... That means that relationships are going to get called into question, things from the past are going to come up, for better or worse, delights from the past and happiness from the past can come back, places you've gone in the past can come back, something like that, things you did with your partner before might come back as a nice routine, but also those things that are unresolved are going to come back. So you have an opportunity to heal those things and to um, make them better for the future. But you're definitely going to have strong relationship things and you are going to be pulled, okay? So this 180 degree plane that occurs between the Aries and Libra dynamics are going to make you feel like you're being pulled in different directions. So people, animals in your life are going to need things, they're pulling, your things are going, you're gonna need some things and you have to deal with some things and you're being pulled in two different directions. But that can also just as equally be a possibility that things you need help for, help with, your your people in your life are there for you, you know, and that you're helping each other and working together and getting in a good groove where you're hitting that superhero stride, I like to call it with this hundred and eighty degree angle, that, you know, you're getting everything done. And even though you're you are being pulled in two different directions and feeling overwhelmed from your me we polarities you are able to accomplish things, improve your relationships, and the chance that any conflicts that come up will end in a, a, a solution are increased because these aspects, the Libra placements, are going to trine Saturn and Jupiter. And in general, even though the Libra placements oppose Aries, it's still an, a complementary sign for Aries. Fire and air do speak a language that, that coincides well. And these aspects here are making a nice 60 degree angle, which is very favorable for Aries. So it could just be that blessings come up and long-term ones at that. Things you've been working on could just get set in your relationship. And while it's not necessarily the best idea for you to try to make something happen long-term in this time frame, it could happen that something you've worked on for a while could gel for you at this time. And Jupiter's working on accentuating all this. Saturn, the long-term friend here is working on accentuating this. Networking, friendships, internet-based projects are all going to be accentuated from that 11th house focus as well. Okay, so when we've got a trine, the chance for a conflict to turn into a blessing is accentuated. So we can see here in the early degree chart, this 11th house is, is accentuated. Then in the middle and late degree chart, We also have 10th house action here. Okay, so Pluto is also going to have trines with these Earth planets. Okay, so basically Pluto, Saturn, and Jupiter are getting trines from this collective that's moving along. So we talked about the 11th house and what that means, and the 11th house is accentuated for all early, middle, and late degree placements for one reason or another. But the later you are in the spectrum, the more, so that's basically like the, um, April born, Aries for sure. You also have a pretty strong showing of energies, and the later you are, the more this is true in the 10th house. And the 10th house is your work, your employment your career, your father-related issues or opportunities, bosses, authority figures, your place out in the world. And this still works for those of you who don't need money or who are retired. It's your place out in the world, your work out in the world, your healing your relationships with the male or father figures in your life. and all of those things can have blessings from these trines that are going on right now. And certainly if you're an Aries that's trying to do things with your career, you might find things starting to speed up here. And because Jupiter is imminently going direct, Jupiter has been retrograde and in October it's going to go direct, but you'll start feeling in September, some hints that things having to do with publishing or long distance travel or, you know, languages or, you know, up speaking and writing and things like that, that might have been stalled out a bit those might start to race forward in a really big way in October and you might see some signs of that here and these trines could be ushering them in. Okay, so the last thing that I wanna talk about, well, actually before, well, we've got this here. So for Aries, Jupiter has been highlighting this 11th house, okay? And you can see, as we get later in the sign, see Jupiter's towards the end of its transit for you early degree placements. Still has some more time for your middle degree, but for you late degree friends, so that's basically April 11th through the rest of the sign or 20 to 29 degrees, you're going to have longer with Jupiter in Aquarius and you might even have some whispers of still Jupiter in Capricorn. Affecting you. Okay, so I've done really great videos on this. You'll want to watch every Aries. Look for Jupiter in Aquarius for Aries. You can organically search for that, or you can go to the Jupiter playlist on my YouTube homepage. And all of you, you'll want to know what Jupiter is doing with Aquarius. Okay, now those of you who are in this, um, Late degrees sect- sector, so April 11th through the rest of the sign or 20 to 29 degrees. I advise you to additionally watch my video called Jupiter in Aquarius for Taurus because that's going to show you more of these energies where Jupiter is also simultaneously accentuating the 10th house for you and you are going to have longer of that going on while you're still having whispers of it being in the 11th house as well. So both of those are getting worked at the same time for you all. The last thing to know is that we are going to have more salty aspects than sweet ones this month. And because of that, you're going to feel it like speed bumps in the road. It's nothing to fear. These are, you know, pretty minor aspects for the most part. And but again, Aries likes to go 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 in a straight straight clear flat direction. And this month, it's going to come up that that's going to be a little bit more challenging. But if you know it going into it, you can actually have fun. So going over a bump, you can be like, "Wee! this is fun, right? You catch a little air. But if you're not expecting it, or you're trying to hurry, it could jostle you. And if you're trying to still keep up that same pace and that same way of Aries doing things, it is going to be difficult for you. But if you can embrace that you're going to go a little way, then there's gonna be a bump. You're gonna go a little way, then maybe a bump. Then you can more enjoy the journey, not be in a hurry, go slowly, and not be as jostled as things go on, and that will definitely support you. If you wanna know the full list of all of the aspects, the sweet and salty ones, what they are, what you uh, may expect from them, delivered into your inbox one month early, you definitely wanna sign up for my free email newsletter at anniehelpsyou.com so that you can um, further go into all of those details. Okay, so I've given you lots of information about the energies at work and play this month to help you make the most of the potentials. If you'd like even more information, go to anniehelpsyou.com. That is the interface for all of the free goodies that I make for you each month also if you would like to be an astrologer as your profession If you're a homeschooling parent, if you wanna stay working from home, if you wanna make your own hours and earn money from your love for astrology, I can help you do that. Check out my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course at LoomLife.com. L-U-M-E, life.com. This course is great for you, even if you don't wanna do this work as your profession, if you just want to help yourself, your own self-development, help your family and friends, you can learn everything you need to know in that course at LoomLife.com. Also, I have lots of free courses at that site, so you can check out all of more free goodies there. I hope you have a wonderful month, and I'll see you next month. Bye!